There was a short one that was interesting here. What are some red flags from the employer that mm -hmm. the applicant should look out for during <laughs> the interview? This is an easy question. If their first name is Petar, that is for sure a big red <laughs> flag for me. Very big, Petar. I'm watching you, buddy. Um, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. So you're just thinking in general, what things could you, should, just, just so everyone knows, I'm not just singling Petar. Pet, Petar is actually in my iAnimate class, this, this term. So I'm just, you know, having a little bit of fun. So, yeah. um, yeah, I don't know. What do you think, David? Uh, I would say, well, for me, it kind of depends what you're looking for, uh, which, uh, uh mm. so I have a very easy example. If you're looking like, you know, you're, passionate about uh, animation, you like it, but you also have young kids, a family, you have other activities on the side, and you're really looking for a steady 35 hours a, uh, a week uh, a job that you're going to provide your best, but you know that's what you can offer. And in the interview, they are bragging how people are working hard and they stay in the evening and the weekend and all that. I would say this example might be easy, but just know what you're looking for uh, uh, as and if there's if you see that they are you know taking pride of something that doesn't fit mm. at all with what mm. you're looking for it might be a red flag that well it, it just might not be for for you so i would say that's maybe one of the one thing know what you want uh, uh when uh, when you're getting there know what you're ready to give know what you're might not be um and if you see that there's a big emphasis on a part that you would not be ready to commit to um, or and maybe specifically ask question about uh, about it then that would be a red flag that maybe for you specifically um, so th that would be one one thing from you full full disclosure I read the question co completely wrong which explains my terrible joke earlier um it's it's red flags that for the applicant so if you're if I got yeah. that from David's answer so yeah. Okay. That's a really good question because you know, we, we always have to remember that the interviews are supposed to be bi-directional and that might not feel like that if it's your first job interview, because you're really excited about your first job and naturally you're going to be willing to let th certain things slide that eventually you probably would never, but you still need to be careful because I think you could find yourself like David sort of describing, um, you're, you might find yourself a, an environment where the culture may be a little bit toxic to who you are. So if you are not a workaholic and you really love diving, you know, full, full steam ahead into something, you might be a little weary about someone bragging about all the overtime that people are putting in all the time. Overtime is a really sensitive issue. And we covered this a couple of times on some of the streams that we've already had and overtime. And I always boil overtime down into one simple way. If it's overtime that people are putting in because they, they, they feel they are driven to do it, they want to put the extra time in voluntarily because they want to do a better job and they're just you know just trying to finish that shot or they're just trying to finish something that they're really proud of that's that's the that's the type of good overtime even that type of overtime cannot be super like sustained forever and i think you know the management needs to be careful keep a watchful eye on that the bad type of overtime is one that you're just it's just because it's bad planning all the time and it always falls to the employees and it's forced upon everybody mandatory overtime. This is some, some teams which will remain nameless. Some companies have made a bit of a reputation for that. So it's not just things that you're looking out for an looking out for in an interview, but you might want to do a little bit of research, you know, check some of the forums, you know, check Reddit, check, just go out there and ask, in generally on the internet what it's like to work for a certain company because maybe there's even a bunch of questions you might be able to ask during the, during the interview that might kind of get to the bottom of 
you know, maybe some of your, your, uh, your concerns? I, I would say maybe it for my next idea, maybe it, it kind of depends of who is interviewing you. There's a big yeah. difference if it's the HR department than if yeah. it's actually the supervisor that you'll be working with. Uh, but if uh, you have the chance to be having an interview with your, you know, immediate uh, super, uh, supervisor, um, I would say being very sensible to any uh, neg negative behavior like cynicism, complaining about, you know, someone uh, uh, else's uh, work, being super critical about the team of your, uh, uh, the, about the, the work that some of the team uh, uh, has done. And I would say that with a few of those, maybe you'll have your kind of spidey sense that says, ooh, that, that doesn't, I don't know what it is exactly, but I don't feel that that's going to be a fun environment to, to work in. Usually those, it doesn't mean that it'll be the case, but usually those early signs might be a, a sign of uh, things to, to come. So maybe be wary about some of those negative comments or, or, or behavior that would be uh, showcased during that interview. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm trying to think of another one. I had an idea in my head as to, uh, to another another good possible red flag that um, that could ha that could happen. I think that um, for me, I, I when I'm looking for a job, I want to make sure I'm putting myself in a position where I'm actually going to grow. Um, so you don't. I would I'd be very wary as someone who's a bit more junior who would be taking a job um, in a where they wouldn't have the support of someone who they see as someone they're going to learn a lot from. This is a really big part of the early part of your career is you don't want to find yourself, for instance, in a small team where you're the only animator. I mean, if that if that's something that you're excited by, then by all means do it. But just know going in that you might not really get, you know, much you're going to be learning on your own. You'll be like, try, you know, learning by trial and error as opposed to, you know, being supported by someone who's going to take you under their wing. I mean, back, I mean. You know, and this came up in the TED T uh, discussion where back in the good old days when we were doing it all by hand, the 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 assistants, these the junior animators were always under the tutelage of an animator, as someone more senior than them, and we were actually working with that person's drawings. We were doing in betweens, we were doing breakdowns, we were doing like we were literally absorbing all the work that this, all the decisions were being made. So we could sort of re reverse engineer and understand and learn vicariously through that experience. It was part of the job. Like we, there's no escaping the fact you were going to learn. And um, it's different now in 3D because there's not that there. So instead what it ends up being is having at least someone to ask questions, someone who can look at your work and give you feedback. These are very important. So if it feels like that's something you really want, try to make sure that you're going to get that. And that should come, that should come up in the interview. Ask who the supervisor might be if they're not actually the one meeting with you. And then maybe you can do a little bit of homework before you do, you know, decide on that job. Mm -hmm. Yep. I agree.